Here we are again with another episode of the Diversions Podcast. Yep. New studio time. New studio. I'm still getting used to it. It's, it's, it's much cool. more cozier than the it's last cool, one. It's cool, but it doesn't it doesn't have uh, our flair all over it yet. So we'll get yeah. there eventually. Yeah. Uh, but we've got a great episode lined up for you guys today, and maybe by next episode we'll have video. But no promise yet. Me being a perfectionist, I want to cover all my bases. Make <laughs> sure there's not going to be too many errors. Like, gotta adjust to the new set, the new space setting, basically. You know. Yeah. Plus, we like don't even have a background at the moment, so that would be kind of sad to watch. So, wait, wait, know. wait till it's to beautify it. I don't know. Maybe I can make like a manga page wall behind me or something. Yeah, I like that idea. Or maybe put it on a cork board so it's easy to take off and take down. Ooh, that's a good idea. And then you can just like rotate out whatever pieces you're working on. Yeah, that could work too. Because yeah. We, yeah, we're sharing the space over here with a user friendly. Not that we didn't always, but yeah, but you'll be able to see it now. Yeah. Definitely will. Uh, you know, give them a listen. They're cool peeps. Uh, probably going to do a crossover episode soon. Is it a, Would it be a crossover or just be like a special? I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I think in TV terms, not in podcasts. Yeah, we were, we were just talking about that. But you're like the only podcast host I know that doesn't listen to other podcasts. So it's kind of hard to gauge. That's not true. I listen to the Pizza Party podcast. Literally the only podcast. And they're a very unconventional podcast. Hey, exactly. How do you think this is going? What do you think I get all my inspiration from? I just I was just gonna credit your big beautiful brain, but I mean, shout out to the pizza party as well. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I treat my podcast like a TV channel. How I would how I would want to model <laughs> with zero video whatsoever. Yes, <laughs> and the original and TV getting drunk while recording. The I, original TV was radio. So I'm. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put a pin in that one because I don't want I don't want to get into that on no, the on, on on recording. Round one. Bring it on. I like how you're like, I'm treating this new medium like TV, but really the original TV was radio, which just kind of goes back to what podcasting is. Yeah, full circle. All right. I just wanted to make sure you were seeing the irony that I was seeing. That's, that was the whole bit. I mean, just... Come on, Brian. You're playing checkers over here. I'm playing 4D chess. I'm actually playing with this microphone holder, and this is bad news. I should not have this <laughs> fucking fidget toy in my hand as I'm trying to record. But I guess just to kick us off today, What what is uh, B-umping today? I don't know. I don't like the way you said that. Bumping. I don't know. I came up with it. I, I mean, you're free to change it however you want. You know, I'm just going to let you let you take control in any way, shape, and form you like. Wait, um, I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I was uh, I was listening to podcasts, not music, on my way here. So I didn't I didn't bump to anything today, which is very disappointing. You started this whole segment. <laughs> I did, but I I had a weird day at work. Uh, I I got new meds that are, are making my brain funny right now, so I didn't. I forgot to bump. All right, all right. So we got nothing for you guys today, unfortunately. My bad. Hey, if you want a wreck, though, I'll give you a wreck for a show. Uh, last season of Barry has just started airing. Did I wreck that already? Barry, I think you have wrecked that before. Go see it anyways. Also, new season of Dave on FX. Never seen it. I think you've recommended that too before. <laughs> Probably like the beginning though. Oh man. But Either way, I don't care. That should just be an indicator of how much I actually enjoy those shows because I'm going to double wreck them. All right. Sounds good. Sounds good. Ask me. I don't have any shows or movies to recommend, but I do have a lot of video game recommendations. Perfect. I mean, I know that lately I've just been playing Tears of the Kingdom. That's all been the rage for me at home. And at some point, Tyler's just like, what about me? And I'm just like, look, man, <laughs> Link's been in my life for 20 plus years day one but no i do put it down when you do hang out we like watch a game to like she's been into basketball lately basketball is a great sport also these finals are fucking nuts um, i mean <laughs> as you sat down Katie's like all right let's hurry this up so we can get home and watch the game yeah i do want to go see this game i want to i i am 
hoping for a Nuggets Heat final. Let's go, let's go, Jimmy Buckets, man. Michael Jordan Jr. right there. Oh yeah, I know. Like, what was the Denver and Lakers? Like Tali was hoping the Lakers would lose, and I'm just like, well, they're definitely gonna lose. I told her like way before. I think when the Lakers beat the Warriors, I was like, well, whoever wins between the Suns and the Nuggets is gonna go to the the finals. I was like, there's no way the, War- yeah. the there's no way the Lakers are gonna beat either one of those teams. Uh, I mean, they, they could have put up a fight, but definitely not Denver. Denver was not going to let that happen. So, no, I feel like if the Suns had Chris Paul, it would have been a much longer series. But without him, they definitely lost like their. Eh, I don't think he maker. makes that big of an impact anymore. And you'd be surprised that that dude is probably the last true point guard in the NBA. Yeah, I'll give you that one that I can think of off the top of my head. But I also can't really think of a whole lot of basketball players right now. Yeah, but back to the video game recommendation. Uh, yes. There is Earthbound that you can play with a premium Nintendo online subscription, which is a really good game. Very emotional, impacting as well. And, I mean, just the influence it's had on games for generations after that. It's like, Earthbound is always talked about as one of the best of all time. Yeah, we have like Undertale as its spiritual successor. Which is pretty good. Yeah, and then another one was Yoshi Story. <coughs> I mean, both games are really fun, but Yoshi Story, I was kind of like frustrated and upset that I found out that the game is only six levels. And as a child, I struggled for really? so long. To That's a really short game. game. Yeah, it really is. But I was just like, I was like, as a kid, I could not get over this one level. And you're telling me that all I had to do was just eat all the fruit. So you were just a shit gamer as a kid. Like, I just, I just didn't understand the, the concept of the game. I just thought I was like, oh, cool. It's Yoshi. Like I get to, I thought it was a That's true. At that age, you just kind of mash buttons until things happen. And then like, you hope to God you figure out why well the thing is i was also treating it as a as a traditional platformer i didn't know there was an objective an objective you're adding more games to my games you sons of bitches yeah (laughs) so that is how i feel about every puzzle game or if i'm like doing a playing a game and i have to do a stealth mission all of a sudden i'm like that's not what i signed up for i didn't buy a stealth game yeah stealth missions after that there's also a paper mario paper mario phenomenal game i really enjoyed that one from start to finish a thousand year door is another one that's considered to be one of the best games of all time so yeah, hopefully we can get that soon on the Nintendo Online store or whatever. Hopefully they bring the GameCube games. Man, you're making me think of a uh, uh, Super Mario RPG too, uh, or like Bowser's Inside Story. Those are also really good ones. Like any of the, any of their attempts at RPGs have actually oh, they're they're really great. The Mario and Luigi series is all phenomenal. Yeah, they're, they've been so good. They're, that's also available on the Nintendo Online. Like the is it game, really? Yeah, have you if you have the if, yeah the Game Boy Advance one because they added it to their Game Boy Advance library because now you can play Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games. Damn. Okay, that library is starting to sound worth it now. It definitely is. But speaking of libraries, uh, moving on over here to our main topic with meat and potatoes. That's your cue. Speaking of libraries, no, I didn't get over the fact that your segue was absolutely big atrocious. libraries. You're gonna you're gonna see why. <sighs> The meat and potatoes. <laughs> I just feel like a caricature of an Irishman. Now. God damn it. What did I do to you? I'm sorry, my people. Uh, Square Enix and Disney are teaming up again, and not for a Kingdom Hearts game entry, but for a Smash Bros. style game with a pending name called Disney Domination. What's this got to do with libraries? Because they have a huge library of IPs. Dude, you're seeing in a dimension I don't even know exists right now. <laughs> I mean, it's a proper name given how the, you know they're dominating in the entertainment market. They have like they what don't they own at this point? They have the opportunity to make the greatest game because I'm a big platform fighter fan. I love uh, Smash Bros. It's no secret to anyone. Uh, and also the fact that they have access to both of these IPs and that's so crazy. Cloud could be in both <laughs> Smash and this, so that would be funny to see. Yeah, I thought it was crazy that Cloud was not in that PlayStation All Stars game. I was like, how are you not going to have him in that 
but then he ended up being in Smash. I was like, well, he ended up being in the better one. Yeah, like, I think maybe one got sorted out before the other. But um, no, this is awesome. Disney Domination uh, has the potential to be awesome, but that's what every platform fighter that came out in the last year or two has said, and none of them have dethroned Smash or even <laughs> Melee for that mm, matter. Yeah, I mean, Nicktoons Brawl was pretty fun, but it's not the same. I think. Yeah, there's that one, Multiverses, the the DC Warner Brothers one. Um, yeah, that one was really fun, but then it, it faced like serious balancing issues. Yeah, uh, Rushdown Revolt never really quite got big. Um, I mean, then you know we got PlayStation All Stars one and two that just fell flat. Yeah, I mean, despite Brawlhalla making a weirdly like high amount of money, they are also just not as big. I'm sure there's a couple more than forgetting. Rivals of Ether. Rivals of Ether. Oh my god. Rivals of Ether might be the closest thing to like an actual good like secondary Smash game, I feel, of all the hmm. ones that I played. I've never heard of it, so <laughs> maybe it's not as great as. No, Rivals is awesome because they have a workshop mode where you can just create your own things. They're tragically overpowered and it's really fun to watch. But I guess the leads up was like, do you expect the same mechanics as Smash Bros or something along like PlayStation All Stars? Because that is something within their realm because i think i don't know if this is going to be a cross-platform game or this is going to be like a playstation game given uh, square enix it might be that's true and that would suck to have that be like your only option when all the other ones are so cross-platform um well i don't know because like smash bros is only nintendo exclusive so this could be like playstation's answer to smash bros that's true whereas all the other ones though that are trying to dethrone smash see smash bros can get away with it because they were the first and they were the best Whereas, like, these other companies kind of had to make it, like, cross-platform just because, A, most of them are not tied to a single thing. Right. Like, they're not tied to, like, a console or anything like that because they're specifically not video game IPs. So, this is, like, the first time that it really has been just Square Enix. But, I mean, Disney can get into anything if they want. Yeah, I mean, Disney has a huge plethora of characters, which leads to my next point. It's, like, what would the roster look like? Do you think just Disney characters or like their whole library's ips like marvel star wars they'd be leaving money on the table if they didn't include those guys i feel like i mean they have the rights to them why not just do them i mean they can make their whole what marvel versus disney capcom kind of <laughs> yeah i mean like <laughs> fighter games square enix kind of doesn't need to be here for this to happen disney I mean, alone could just do this if they wanted to yeah but they close down their whole studio what disney interactive lucas arts all that stuff so yeah but i mean like yeah, so I guess Square Enix is literally only there to like pump pump out the product. But in terms of IP, you can just do anything Disney owns, yeah, and it would be successful. I would love to see Star Wars in there. Hopefully, <clears> I mean, <throat> I, I would like for this game to be good. I would like to play it. But I, lately, I feel like a lot of Disney products have just been like a marketing thing just for their other stuff. It's like they don't really they know it's gonna sell. It's a Disney brand, whatever. But as long as they can recover their like budget. Whatever they'll be fine. Even, even if they even if they take a loss, they'll, they'll recover it somewhere else. Yeah, but I feel like those are things that already have like a larger scope. Like specifically thinking of like the Marvel movies and the Star Wars movies and TV series and stuff like that. Like all of that's part of a huge universe that they're keeping going forever. Like this game only has to be good once. It doesn't need to lead into sequels because the sequel doesn't need to make sense. It's like every Smash game exists for no reason compared to the first one you know like there's no story through line or anything like that i mean so well, they just, i mean except for brawl there's a story in brawl well there's a story in brawl but does brawl connect smash 4 and i Melee? would uh i would say in a, in a sense yeah they do connect because in brawl How does subspace emissary 
connect anything. Because in, in Melee, they introduce like the whole trophy gimmick, and then in Brawl, it continues that trophy gimmick. I guess. Eh, I'll give you that one. And then that also continues in all the way up into Ultimate. But regardless, they don't need that story mode to be like a good game. Right? No, I mean, this, the, the point of Smash Bros. is like, it's not about the story. It's more about the gameplay and like, you know, choosing your favorite character and like yeah. fighting with them. Yeah, so I think Disney will do that. They'll focus on making it good or at least as good as they can. And they have all the resources in the world to make that. I mean, happen. I would love a story mode. I, I do enjoy fighting games that do have a story mode. And that's a good story mode, too. No, it'd be funny. If after how long Masahiro Sakurai worked on getting uh, Sora into Smash, Disney turns around and he's like, hey, help us develop this Disney game. And he just like <laughs> falls to his knees and yells. Oh, man. That, that's going to be hard because he, he, isn't he like one of the head Nintendo dudes now? He's up there. He's up there for sure. Yeah. So I mean, you don't create Kirby and then just not become the biggest shot you can. <laughs> so it, it's going to be difficult. I, also, like I, I saw this like on Twitter too that Square Enix also developed like their own like Splatoon like copy called like Foam Spitter or something like that, and then a lot of people sounds tragic. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people were saying it's just like man, it's like you would think that it would be easy just to like copy the concept of Splatoon and everything, but I guess it's not because everyone doesn't like how the mechanics and how chaotic it is, and it's just like it goes to show you just how like dude Nintendo knows how to make a game that people want to play. Yeah, I mean, I. I Speaking of like Tears of the Kingdom, like you were talking about playing and being addicted to earlier, I've heard people talking about it and like I don't know anything about game development, but I've heard so many people talking about how it should be impossible for that game to run on the Switch as well as it does. Uh, and yet, and yet it, it does. Fucking does, dude. Yeah, it go, it, I think it just goes to show you like if you have the proper care and development team, like the, you, they're using the Switch to its fullest potential. Yeah, like Nintendo, they know what they're doing. Yeah, and then I I know a lot of people were upset about the delays for Tears of the Kingdom, but I I think those delays worth. were definitely worth it worth. because it shows just how incredible. Like, come on. That game looks beautiful, man. Worth. I mean, I'm making weapons of mass destruction in this game. Dude, I, I haven't played it yet, but I've just it's literally all I see in my TikTok timeline anymore, so everything in that game looks hilarious. I can't wait to play it. It's it's a phenomenal game. Incredible game. And like I'm ta- I'm really taking my time with it. I mean, this, yeah. just not just because of like work and everything, Real but nice because of, like slow like with that game. But also, like I, I think I just finally completely finished exploring like the snow region, which is like one of the first regions you can go. Oh, to. great! Yeah, <laughs> you're in region one. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I was just like, I'm not leaving here until I covered every single snowflake, you, and then I move on. You know, you can go back, right? Yeah, I knew. I know I can go back there. Okay. I know I have to come back sometimes, and I marked it too. I was like, I got to come back when I have <laughs> something like this. All right. But I had to make sure. I was just like, I'm not moving until I make sure I, I can get everything that I can from this place right now. Damn. And I'm like covering other areas My and everything. So thorough. Yeah, I have like 24 like shrine lights that I got to cash in on and like boost my uh, stamina and health <laughs> that I haven't done yet. That's funny because you're collecting the resources, but you can't even spend them until you're done collecting all of the resources. Well, no, I mean, I can I can go to like a temple and like, you know, trade them in for like hearts and like stamina. Oh, stuff. I thought you meant you like you had to like leave this. No, 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 no. You can you can leave at any time and like cash them in, like basically. But I just but like, you're not. No, I just been like I'm I'm like I'm like on my way to do it, and I'm just like, wait, what's that over there? <laughs> I haven't seen that ridge before. Like, exactly how did then I end up fighting like boss fights and the whole the whole fusion weapon concept is like it's a whole other thing. My God. Oh, it looks like a Rube Goldberg device of absolute chaos. I, I can go on it. forever about it, but it's crazy. 
But anyways, back to the roster for uh, this Disney domination. It's a, it's just a crazy name, Disney domination. Really good, I mean, they knew what they were doing because, like you said, they're just running everything nowadays. So, like, who who, who would you see? Like, I'm, I mean, I was, I don't know if Mickey Mouse would make an appearance in the game. I think it would be cool to see Mickey Mouse, but I don't know if Disney wants to see Mickey Mouse yeah. throwing hands with Spider-Man. exactly. Like, they 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 need him to be so nonviolent that I'm surprised they even included him as much as they did in Kingdom Hearts at all. So, so that's the other thing. It's like, can we get like the Kingdom Hearts version of Mickey Mouse, or will we get like the Epic Mickey version of Mickey Mouse? To that could make be it, cool Epic to Mickey make it like you know seem like a different version, kind of of Mickey, so he could be like a fighter. I just want to see someone. Uh, you know what? I want to see Goofy fight with his cartoon gags. Exactly what I was thinking. I because I want to see like the Kingdom Hearts version of Goofy with that shield. Because that man, that man was having a good time yeah, during those combat sequences. But that'd be that'd be really fun. Though. I think there's there's a huge potential here, and then also seeing like obviously Marvel has a huge library Dude, of different you could heroes. Put anything in Mulan. Imagine Mulan just throwing hands, <laughs> just working you over. That would be amazing, and also maybe a dream of mine. But regardless of that, you have so many like action based star- oh, fucking Baymax from Big Mir- Big Hero Six. That would be fun. That'd be a perfect character, actually. That would be really fun. Imagine Dipper and Mabel. Oh my god, yeah, they are Disney characters. Yeah, see, there's, there's... They would be like ice climbers. <laughs> that would be fucking chaotic. Oh, man. Yeah, no, there's a billion different characters. You yeah, even know. Star from Star Forces of Evil. That could be cool. Um, Phineas and Ferb. With just random crazy... Or Perry the Platypus. Yeah, <laughs> Perry the Platypus specifically would be funny. Um, God, there's so many. I'm what just if, trying to think of like movies even... Uh, what if they make Hannah Montana like the Pyramithra version of the game? <laughs> <laughs> Best of both worlds. <laughs> I don't know why that hit me so hard, but that was great. Oh, man. Yeah, Merida from Brave. Like, oh, there's a billion, a billion characters. Oh, my God. Shang-Chi himself. Moon Knight. Yeah, all of the Marvel characters would be insane. I mean, I don't Beast know. Beast from Beauty and the Beast. You can have like Aladdin and Genie. You'd be like Joker and Arsene. It should be really good. I mean, I feel like th- what we're saying is probably not what's going to happen. And it's going to be like a very dumbed down <laughs> version of, of a roster, maybe. Yeah, no. I mean, they don't need to do a Smash thing and put like 80 characters in the game because it's, again, their first game. They need like 10 tops for it to be an actual playable game. I don't know. The f- original Smash Bros. did 12. So they can do like 12, 15, maybe, you know, just to keep it, uh, what, like, three from five different franchises at least or something yeah, like that exactly but who knows like i said they would be leaving money on the table if they didn't include star wars didn't include marvel and stuff like that oh 100 they they um that instant cash grab especially for fans from those and it's and if the game looks really good i think you know it could be one of the best-selling games of all time this might just be another Smash clone that gets super duper hyped and then just crashes and burns. I mean, it, that's also that's also a very strong possibility because we've seen many of those come and go. I mean, if that happens, who's left to like try to top Smash at a certain point? I feel like everyone just gives up. Everyone just goes, you know what? They figured it out. Let them keep doing it. That's the thing. What like what is it that makes Smash so successful? I mean, obviously besides the character, know, but all of their games are so different. Like, like yes, yeah. I think I, about this a lot. I'm like, why is Smash the best? I, mean, I, I think honestly they, think it's just because they did it first, and so that's just the way we're used to it happening. I don't think it's just the way they did it first. I think it's because they focused a lot more 
on the gameplay than they do in the characters. Gameplay well, comes the characters are already established. I mean, not just the characters are already established. The gameplay comes first. They want to make sure that whoever is going to be in this game has to move within the rule set of their game. Yeah, I mean, that's what I feel like took Steve so long to come out with. Because they had to figure out how to put fucking Minecraft into a fighting game. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, any character that's in Smash Brothers in their own respective light can be the most powerful character in the game. But they somehow find a way to like contain it within their Smash Bros. universe. Yeah, no, especially Smash Ultimate, the most balanced Smash game that's ever existed. Like other games, there's a clear top and a clear bottom. But like, I mean, yeah, they perfect like the ultimate party game. Like everyone is equally good because you were talking about earlier how multiverses like the balancing issues were a little bit out of whack because you can just like be Superman and just dunk everyone off stage. Yeah, there's Superman. nothing anyone can do about it because you live to seven billion percent. Yeah, and even Iron Giant is like, who's gonna knock you off stage? Yeah, <laughs> just fucking hovering, does his little body spin. Yeah, that and apparently Velma was like overpowered because he was sent all her opponents to jail. Yeah, they they nerfed her a little bit, and I still don't think it did enough. <laughs> yeah, no, I think they just. They've been doing it long enough that they're the best at it. Yeah. Because, and that's all you can really say about it. Yeah, because like I said, it goes back to gameplay. They think about, okay, what moves can we have for this character to use? Like, how did Melee, Melee even happen? It was made in like a year. Melee! Because Smash 64 did so well. And it was like at the end of the life cycle of, uh, of uh, N64. So, you know, GameCube was on the horizon. They're like, we need another one now for launch. Well, yeah, I think they already had so many other like... Uh, work done to like the, I think Smash Bros. 64 was going to include like so many more characters originally, but there was only so much that they could fit into the cartridge. So a lot of the game data was already completed that was like easily transferable. So when it came to the GameCube, so from there they just had to again like focus on like gameplay yeah, but and still, balance. A year to to completely finish and polish that game, which is why it's so goddamn buggy, and it's still like the most popular game well yeah i mean you you also got to realize just how that it goes to show just how good of programmers uh sakurai and uh iwata were they're nuts man yeah phenomenal but uh back to disney domination uh would you think there would be a story mode or would they go like the final fantasy jrpg route and unlock characters as you add them to your party kind of like the spirit board in smash bros i think that would be really fun i mean that's like what smash 64 was like you had to unlock Luigi and Ness and Jigglypuff and... Who's the fourth character in that? It was Ness, Captain Falcon. Falcon. You had to unlock Falcon, didn't you? Yeah, it was Ness, Captain Falcon, uh, Jigglypuff. And Luigi. And Luigi. Yeah. I I mean, unlocking characters is no strange tactic at this point. I mean, they're not just going to give you everyone off the bat, I don't think. I hope so. I, I hate it when they like put a character f- behind like a DLC paywall. No, I don't think they would go that far. Um, I mean, most Disney games, I mean, they have enough money. They don't need to charge you microtransactions. That's definitely true, but that, that's not, that wouldn't stop them from doing it. Valid, but also I think they know that like their reputation is more important than their profit a lot of the time. So Maybe, because like last week with uh, Cozy Gamer Girl, we had, she was playing Disney Dreamlight Valley, and even there they have microtransactions. I mean, you could still earn the stuff within the game but over a longer period of time well yeah but that's but they still have microtransactions but how much did that game cost it's a free game that's why yeah but still this so that actually depends then this depends if this is going to be a free to play and then you have to pay for things or if you're going to have to pay 60 bucks to play this one maybe even 70 because here's the kingdom cost 70 bucks i was just thinking that because game prices are going up a lot i mean and there's no i i think it's crazy i think 
people there is an argument over there i think online games or like digital games should definitely cost less because there is no distribution cost there you're just downloading the game from the server true but then they can say they're charging you a convenience fee so it balances out Mm, i guess but the convenience fee i feel like would be a lot less than like this distributing and manufacturing fee it can be whatever the company says it is i guess but i don't know i just feel like it should definitely be cheaper I think just, just things me. in general should be cheaper. I mean, yeah. Because our economy's kind of fucked right now, my guy. <laughs> but, yeah, there's a lot of stuff to going on over here. I mean, they, just, yeah, they could take this in any direction they want. It's a it's a huge potential. I mean, I, I really feel like if they went the 2D fighter way, it probably would have been better for them. Because I think it's not easier, but I feel like it's more appealing to people to do. And then also, I feel like this 2D fighters are having a strong resurgence. And I obviously you know you have Marvel versus Capcom. The other one that's my favorite is Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Mm-hmm. So if they went the route here of like they did like, you know, Disney versus Square Enix or Disney versus Marvel kind of thing or something like that. You Imagine know. Disney versus Marvel like Marvel's trying to escape from them. <laughs> <laughs> well, even with their name, Disney Domination, it'd just be like all their franchises just colliding what together. What if they just fully commit to the bit and just Mickey is the bad guy and everyone's fighting to like escape from Disney because Disney is dominating them or something like that. You have the opportunity to be the funniest company in the world, Disney. <laughs> Make us proud. Oh, man. They're we'll see. Do anything. We'll see. But continue on over here with fighting games. It is the summer of fighting games as the big three are all releasing new entries this year. And there is a resurgence in the fighting game community, and it's making me nostalgic and feeling like the 90s and arcade games with these entries. I think there's definitely going to be a boom in like, Twitch streams and tournaments being hosted with all these. Uh, but first up, we have Street Fighter VI releasing June 2nd, which is just Dude, around that is the corner. so close. And this game looks good, too. Yeah, it's, it's a big, big step up from uh, Street Fighter V. Like, yeah. I, I know a lot of people like Street Fighter V, but then like towards the end, like there was like a lot of balancing issues, and things just didn't... like live up to the hype as much as people would have loved. Yeah, because they marketed that game pretty heavily. Uh, not that they're not marketing this game pretty heavily, but I think the gameplay in it looks very, very smooth, very polished. Oh, yeah, I definitely love it. I'm going to see who I'm going to be playing as. Is it, is it, am I going to be Guile, or am I going to keep going with uh, Cammy and Ken? Or will I find someone new? I don't know. We'll see. It could be anybody, man. Yeah, that's the cool thing. And I like how they have their ranking systems. Like the, they have like the bronze, silver, and gold, and whatever. And like you fight people within like your, um, I guess like tier class. Yeah. And each character is not like it's not like your your profile is like leveled up. It's like if you're in ch- with Chun Li and you're in bronze level, you're gonna fight people in bronze level. Yeah, because like if I'm a god tier Ken, I don't want to have to struggle with like a shitty Dalsum or something like that. Taking like just because I want to play him every once in a while and like end up playing like platinum yeah players they're so just I, gonna knock me out down so i think that's definitely good and then i was watching like uh some youtube videos and people were talking about like a lot of people are going to be like thinking doing supers and like hyper combos is going to be the way to win the game but that's not actually the win to win the game the win to win the game is using just neutral combos like air combos like little minuscule things like can you block like an air grab can you can you parry like a uh, projectile stuff like that? Like th- those are going to be the most important parts of the game, and it's going to how you yeah. differentiate yourself from the rest. Because I feel like, in my experience, not that I'm any good at these games, uh, the first person to use their super is usually the person who's going to lose, unless they've got like that clutch factor. But I mean, think about it—you get your super quicker from getting hit more. So, 
If you're getting yeah. your ass beat, yeah, throwing out supers left and right, that means you're playing catch up. That's true. Or you could just be using your super just to finish off the game. Yeah, but that's just some style. <laughs> but it all depends. It all varies. Uh, but after that, we have Tekken 8 also releasing this year with big hype on returning characters and even Jin's mother, June, oh. making a full appearance since Tekken 2, which came out way back in 95, 96. Tekken, 95 arcade version, 96 console. Tekken lore is so fucking insane to me. It makes no goddamn sense, and I love it. My favorite character in Tekken was only available in Tekken Tag 2, and that's gone. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I, I love King. I'm a King. I mean, I... I King Simp. King's all-time favorite. Like, who doesn't love King? But, like, gone when I saw... And apparently, that is only available in that game. Because, like, they had a licensing deal. And I found out that Gon is, like, a manga. Oh. He's a manga character. Oh, okay. Like, uh, but, yeah. there's Wow, that's some, like, OG video game fighting crossovers. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Seems to be a theme here, folks. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Uh, Yeah, no. King, Kuma. I love the animals, apparently. Um, But that game was fun. Yoshimitsu was also in this one, right? Yeah. Yoshimitsu. Have we confirmed it's the same Yoshimitsu from Soul Calibur? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Right? Okay, good. Somebody, somebody randomly recently tried to challenge me on that, and I was like, I don't, you know, I'm pretty sure it's just the guy. I don't know. I think I told you that it was the same guy. Nah, I always thought it was the same guy. Huh. Then I don't know who it was then. I don't know either. Someone's dead wrong. That's who. Then you have like Hoverang coming back. Paul. Uh, who else is in Tekken? I don't know. My Tekken knowledge goes back as long as Tekken Tag 2. Yeah, I haven't played a Tekken game in a very long oh, time. Oh, Eddie Gordo. That's the other Eddie game. Gordo. He's a homie. I don't know if he's still in it, though. Yeah, and then after that, for Tekken, uh, Mortal Kombat enters the fray again with Mortal Kombat 1, a new reboot, and it seems with Liu Kang now a fire god and taking the place of Raiden as protector of Earthworm. Uh, the game is also pushing 100 gigabytes of data. How? Brutality. I don't know. Oh my god, my startup SED, SSD isn't even that big. Holy shit. Like, that just seems way too much for just one game. I don't think anyone can even house that alone in their console without like some upgrades or external drives. Like uh, I don't I don't know what they're planning to do with that hundred. Why is it so large? Yeah, like you, why can't they compact or condense that smaller? Like what is it that you have that it needs to be a hundred gigabytes of data? Yeah, what kind of like content are they putting in there i don't know i just i do know that the amazon did leak like some dlc characters and that's like omni man and homelander that's kind of rad but i kind of hate that that they're like the same character yeah um, i mean you have two superman s characters which is kind of lame yeah but i also know peacemaker is going to make an appearance in the game as well oh that could be fun wow look at them reaching for the reaching for the star power on that one i mean peacemaker which isn't that hard because they are owned by warner brothers yeah so. exactly but still, cool crossovers. I like that. Um, but holy fuck, who else are they putting in? All of Warner Brothers? All of? Well, no, I think for Warner Brothers, they still have their Injustice series to go on with like all the DC characters. Oh, uh, for 100 gigabytes, they better all be in this goddamn game. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't know. What, what else know. are you putting in this game? I have, I have no clue. Are they going to have like a conquest mode? There, uh. There's just layer of layer of layer over layer of like subliminal messages that are coming through. I don't know. It's also interesting to see that they're going a full reboot after they just did another reboot like two entries ago. Yeah, they've rebooted. I mean, they've like kind of rebooted a few times. And I just don't think they care at this point. <laughs> they're like, fuck it. Every movie is a new reboot. Every like TV series, the web series, it's always a new reboot. They kind of feel like um, like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Like it's never the same thing twice. They're just always trying to go all over 
the various kinds of mediums. Right, right. So I don't know. I could say that. I, I like it though. Uh, I got to tell you, I was watching the trailer and I was like, oh, cool, Mortal Kombat trailer. Uh, I did not expect it to go full hardcore <laughs> gore scene, oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. And I was like, oh, I was not ready for this. This like, is the most violent looking game I have ever seen. This fucking looks raw, dude. I like how Shang Tsung was brought back to life and that dude immediately chose violence. It's yeah. Like, it's like, like, bro, you had, you had a chance to live a peaceful life and it's just like, no, nah. Luke King was just like, nah, bro, not in my world. Yeah, that was insane. He looked like he had the fire and ice powers too. Like that was looking like the Avatar out here. I don't know, but did you did you see the human Raiden in the trailer? I might, I might have missed it. I was kind of half watching it. I don't know. Like a lot of people thought it was like Kung Lao and the Great Kung Lao, and I'm like, no, I'm like that's Raiden's hat. I thought it was Kung Lao. No, one of them is Kung Lao. The one with the round top is yeah, Kung yeah, Lao. Yeah. Then the one with has like the pointed hat at the top, that's Raiden. I, I didn't I didn't even catch that. Yeah, so like Raiden's now like a human now and when like Liu Kang took his role as protector as from what I remember in the previous Mortal Kombat 11, I want to say. Also, another game series that I'm surprised even has a fucking story to begin with. Oh, every Cuz their story game. is nuts. <laughs> every fighting game has a story to it. Is it important? To it, no, <laughs> almost never. Oh, yeah, almost never. I mean, come on, you have Street Street Fighter Three is the one that's the latest in the timeline of the Street Fighter series. You would think it would go one, two, three, four, five, six, but no. Apparently, four and five take place before three. I didn't know that they're prequels. Yeah, so Street Fighter Three is the latest in the, ti- the chronology. Chronology. <laughs> Where does Jean Claude Van Damme come into play? That's all <laughs> I need to know. I still. I don't know. That's a whole different thing. I love that movie. I don't care what you say. I just it's, love. Jean I'm not Claude saying Dan it's a bad Dan. movie. I'm just saying it's like. Oh it, no, it's a bad movie. But listen, there's there's some good stories behind it. Listen, man, Raul Julia carried that movie. <sighs> what a homie. He did it for his kids. I know. He was like dying, and he just decided to do it. Yeah, because his kids were like Street Fighter fans. But the thing that like annoys me is just like you got a dude with the thickest Belgian accent to play the most American person in the game. Panic boom, sir. I don't know what you think the 80s was, but it was coke-fueled insanity when it came to action movies. And Jean-Claude Van Damme was center stage alongside fucking Sylvester Stallone, who can't speak English. He at least got an Arnold, who at least has the hairdo, kind of. He's too big. No, he's not. Have you seen Guile? Guile's big. I was going to say, yeah. As I was saying that, I was like, no, Guile's a tall motherfucker, too. It's just, oh my god. And then they had like Ryu and Ken, like some side characters. And I'm like, those are the main characters. They couldn't find action stars big enough to play them. So they just were like, you know what? This is about Guile now. And I was okay with that. They had Ming-Hua as uh, Chun-Li. So that was perfect casting. Mm, Yeah, Ming-Hua one is amazing. Is there a new show out? What do you mean her new show? Uh, On Disney Plus? That's Michelle Yao. No. Yeah. I I know she's in the show as well, but I just know Michelle Yao is in that uh, American-born Chinese. Oh, shit. Yeah, Brian. Ming Na Wen is still amazing. I don't care. I mean, yeah, she is. But out of these three, which one are you most excited for? Is it Street Fighter, Tekken, or Mortal Kombat? You know, I was pretty excited for Street Fighter just because, like, I think that's the most polished of all of those games. But I haven't played Tekken in a long time. But I would be curious to get back into it. But that Mortal Kombat trailer looked so fucking vicious that I kind of just want to get into it now. <laughs> it looked insane. I yeah. want to see all of the gore that game can like throw my way. Yeah, I think but I'm, I also don't know that I can afford a fucking 100 gigabyte game at this time. I, I, the Street Fighter is probably the one I'm most excited for, especially because you can create your own character in that. And I've seen like some people in like beta. I can't wait to see the stupidity people are coming up with. Someone created an Ice Spice fighter. 
Man of culture. <laughs> yes. So for those listening, let us know which one you're looking forward to the most. Is it Street Fighter 6, Tekken 8, or Mortal Kombat 1? Final round. Or none of the above. Or yeah, we're none of the above. Or you're just looking forward to Disney domination, or you're just going to stick with Smash Bros. Like B does over here. It's the only thing I'm good at. <laughs> the Transformers will return after these messages. Tell us what we got here today, B. Let's do it. It's a bottle, not a can, so I don't know if you can hear this, but... Keddy, pump up the volume. I think that was decent. I think it was pretty good. <laughs> All right. That's, com- that's commercial worthy right there. Oh, yeah. Um, so I discovered today at work that, if this is true, allegedly, uh, we carry a beer that I'm not even going to nearly try to pronounce because it's very German. Got you covered with your limoncello. <clears throat> Let's hear it, buddy. Uh, Weihenstaffener. Okay, I'll take it. Weihenstaffener. Uh, I'm going to get roasted by the one person I know that speaks German for saying it like that, probably, but fuck it. That's what we're going with. Fuck it. Hey, they can correct all. us if we're wrong, so it's on them for not telling us. <laughs> she should have warned me. I mean, well, actually, yeah, it does say it on the label, the world's oldest brewery. The world's oldest brewery. Brewery. Uh, apparently, they've been around for a well over... Bavarian. Uh, brewed under the purity law of 1516. It says on there. Yeah, this place has been around for like over a thousand years, which I can't even fathom as a concept. But it is just a fucking German Hefeweizen brewed in Bavaria, uh, and it's tasty. Oh my God, they've been open since 1040. You think these people are Nazis? I'm not saying they're not Nazis, (laughs) but... So they're Nazis? They're Nazis. No. I'm allowed like one per month. <laughs> just just go with it. Oh, <laughs> Just man. give me the credit. All right, all right, all right. But uh, yeah, no, it, it tastes like, you know, Heineken or like. It's 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 beer. It, if, this is, if anyone wants to know what beer tastes like, it's this. Yeah, this is beer. It's just a good German beer. Oh, man, I really want to watch Beer Fest now. <laughs> this is really me thinking of making me think of Beer Fest. What, what was your beer called? Their beer? Uh, a schnitz. Yeah, like their family recipe or whatever. Uh, I think it was called a schnitz because oh no, be, yeah, because no, because their bar was called uh, Schn- schnitz and giggles or something like that. I don't know. Not important. Move it along. I know, but yeah, premium Bavaricum tastes like a beer. Yeah, it's pretty much beer. It's 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 good. It's not horrible. Nothing to brag about though. Besides, I mean, shit, the they've old. been around a thousand years. I mean, good. It's good enough. It's consistent. I would say. I'd imagine. I don't know. Man, I mean, nothing Nothing new to break the whole new order that we've had established now. What? I don't know, because what? Didn't we say, like, Quark is now the new uh, top contender? Quark, yes. I thought you said Quark for a second. I was like, I misheard you. Uh, yeah, no, that shit was amazing. Uh, I would have any one of those Quark flavors over, like, oh, over, yeah. like most beers. There was not a single bad flavor in that box. No, they were all super tasty. I highly recommend that, recommend that one for the summer, folks. Yeah, but also this beer, not bad. This, yeah. I feel like this is more like for a fall. I don't know. I don't know that I'm ever going mean, to buy this beer, again. Though. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever buy this. I mean, I would rather grab this over like a Bud or a Miller or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah, definitely. But like... This is probably their version of Bud and Miller over there. Basically. This is like the most basic beer of all time. Um, but it's really it's tasty. I yeah. would definitely not put this in the Pantheon, but I would drink it again if it was around. But I wouldn't pay for it if it wasn't. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, moving on over here. Um... Uh, 
We now return to the Transformers. Good old pal uh, Netflix over here is allowing password sharing again. But don't celebrate too early because it's going to cost you $7.99 a month for one non-household member. And if you want to share with more, it's going to cost you a premium. So, you know, got to love that capitalism. How is it going to know? Uh, I think whoever is the account holder, it's going to be tied to their home address and IP address. So you, you have to set one point wherever you are. You have to set that as like your home. Because that's what Hulu Live does for me. I have to set like for my phone. I want, I mean, on my phone, I can watch live anywhere I want. But you but could just turn, my, off, wa- turn off Wi-Fi, watch off 5G, and you're not going to be able to know where it's streaming from. Yeah, because I think... So how are they going to track this? Like I told you, IP address. But you could be watching mobily, and it knows you're not home. But yeah, if you're watching mobily, I think I think they have like a, they're going to have like a set rules if you're watching like not from home on an app or something. But I think if you're watching at home, you have they have they're going to be able to tell it tell by your Wi-Fi, your Wi-Fi IP address. That's ridiculous. Because like, what if I'm just watching at somebody else's place? Like, if I go on a road trip or something like that, and I stay in a hotel, a lot of hotels now have a Chromecast, so I will just watch and cast it there on their Wi-Fi. Oh, I think. Maybe, like, how's it gonna know? I don't know. I didn't. They, didn't we cover that? We said like they give you like a temporary seven day password or something like that. Mm. It's weird. It's it's there. It's it's not the best move on their end. It's really not. It's just gonna force more people to get onto the other platforms because, quite frankly, Netflix is not at the top anymore. They really are. I think they're trying to recover money, and they they only have themselves to blame because they've pumped out so many different shows without considering as like is this really gonna like bring in subscribers for us and it's like you cancel the shows that everybody wanted to watch but you're renewing the shows that nobody really watches yeah i mean the console wars they they were coming for the king and they're fucking dethroning them yeah i mean i'm still upset they, they canceled aqua to go it's like come on that was a really good show yeah, it was a great show um, they canceled that they canceled santa clarita Clari- Cool. That's a hard one to say fast. It really is. Santa Clarita diet. <laughs> yes, there you think. You really got to enunciate to get it out quickly. Yes. And then um, Inside Job. Like, they can yeah. quality shows because they were spending other money on absolutely horrendous projects instead. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's. I mean, they have no one else to blame both themselves. So, hopefully, this will be the kicker for them. I, I really don't know what's going to happen. Like, I don't know who who's... If people sign up for this, then you're only enabling them to like sanction further stuff like this in the future. But I hope a lot of people just oh no, people are just going to pirate it and figure out ways around it, and people are going to oh, like them less and stop subscribing. I know a together. lot of people are going to leave once Stranger Things is over. Honestly, yeah, like that and Witcher is the only thing kind of keeping me tethered mm, there. Not even Witcher at this point. Well, he's got one more season of. Um, yeah, but it, like for me, it's like it's like why would I even want to watch the season if he's not even going to be in the season after that? So why watch it? I'd rather go just go read the book. Mm, that's true. I mean, I know you don't read, but still, <laughs> can't read, buddy. So I'm going to watch my big hunky strong man uh, <laughs> while I still have him. But yeah, sorry for all the background noise, people. I'm still adjusting to this this new desk and setting area over here. I like how you say that, knowing you're going to edit it out. I mean, I do edit it out, but then I'm also like, who knows how much I can do? There's only so much I can do. I believe in you, buddy. I believe in you. But I guess to move on to our last segment over here. And yes, my favorite part. That is question time. Question time. Question. You really gotta stop with that. You gotta get us a song then. I'm trying. I believe in you. Uh, but yes, question. 
Uh, first question that I have here is from Kayla. She is asking, uh, hold on, I can pull it up. <laughs> She's like, for the past month, what are some rose bu- roses, buds, and thorns you have? Rose is positive things in your month, bud, projects, ideas, and things you're excited about or were excited about, and then thorns, difficult obstacles you, you've endured. Rose with. Uh, so what are your roses, buds, and thorns? That's. A very cute, cutely phrased question. I like this a lot, actually. Uh, roses. Uh, therapy's been going super well. All right. I'm on some new meds that are supposed to make me happy, and I'm getting a lot of progress on that. So I feel really good about my mental health lately. All right, uh, all right. Buds, projects. Um, I don't know. I'm just trying to think of new things to 3D print. Um, oh, you mean like my Pokemon stuff that I sent you? Uh, yes. Sent you a whole folder. You didn't send as much as you think you did. And then I'm going to start trying to learn to code. I don't know. I'm just trying to get into a new job or something like that. So I have started formulating a plan to do that. Wait, those are your roses or is that your bud? Is buds. Oh, okay. Roses, mental health. That's good. Okay. These are projects, the buds. All right, all right, growing. all right. I just wasn't sure if you like differentiated. Maybe I didn't I did. hear it. Okay. You did. I did. I'm sure you did. I'm just, I just wasn't sure if I heard it. That's all. And thorns... I don't know. I've been doing pretty well lately, so I don't have too many thorns at the moment. I mean, aside from like the normal thorns that are always there, but regardless, I'm feeling I'm I'm leaning more into the roses and the buds than I mean than I'm being concerned about the ro- the thorns right now. So it's All been right. a good mm. May. Mm, what about you, buddy? Uh, I would say rose for me. It's like I'm finally moving to day shift soon. So. Oh, thank <laughs> God! I can actually see you now. So I'm really excited for that. Um, we're just waiting for the first person who's going to come over so I can train them. And then, you know, once they're fully trained and have, like, they can stand on their own two legs, I can move on to the day shift. Wait, basically. is that all you were waiting for then is, like, an apprentice? That's kind of cool. Uh, not waiting for an apprentice. I think it's because they they, they they work at the day shift, but they work in the day shift as, like, help desk. Like, they just... Basic, basic entry basic, level. Basic entry level. They just help stuff. But and before he had to move, we had to find someone to replace him. Okay, so I'm surprised it took that long, but still, it, that's it, awesome, man. Yeah, it it takes. I don't know. They're very intricate in who they hire and who they don't hire, kind of stuff like that. Come join us in the light, Kevin. Yeah. So once that happens, we'll see. Uh, I would say buds. I would say. I mean, I'm still coding here and there, you know, for potential uh, jobs out there. Uh, but also, you know, uh, obviously, this podcast is a big bud. Uh, we're working on video, trying to like find ways and like i do have an idea of how i want like our youtube channel to go and be presented and everything and i think it's something that i'm very excited about because i think about it every day and like i'm planning it and like uh thinking up of ideas and how i want it to be seen and how how i can incorporate like my photography into it and like all the stuff that i enjoy and i think it's something for everyone to look forward to and it's something i'm very excited for so like i do want to get to video as soon as possible but like i said earlier like me being a perfectionist I want to make sure I can cover all my bases. But, you know, maybe it's time for me to, like, kind of let go of that because sometimes that does hold me back. Yeah, sometimes you just got to do shit and figure it out. So, but we'll, we'll see. We'll see. It's it's in the works. It's in the works. Like, I know, I know like, the first video that I pump out, it's not going to be to the level that I, that I see in my head. But, you know, sometimes you got to take that leap. Yeah, and I guess thorns, I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think. Thorn wheel! See, it's a good thing you don't got thorns. I mean, is it? I mean, there's a lot of stuff. There's, like, uh... Because the thorns might be there, but you don't think about them, so you're not going to focus on them. 
I mean, I don't know, just finding a better paying job, I guess. Yeah, I feel that, man. That, that's, that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. Yeah, and you got a decent paying job now, so, I mean. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's all I really have for like that. But yeah, it's a, that's a very great question. I really do love that question. I, I like the way that was phrased a lot. <laughs> Very, very Kurama-esque. It sounds like it came out of a really good Instagram post or something like that. I mean, who knows? Uh, The next question we have here is from Jeff. Long time no see, Jeff. Hey, you're back. What's up, buddy? Uh, He's asking, who has the best fighting stance? Like, are you asking between me and Brian, or are you asking, like, character-wise? I don't know, but... Uh... If it's between me and Brian, it's definitely me, because I have a martial arts background. (laughs) Again, I boxed into Taekwondo. <laughs> I also do too. But eh, sure, I'll still give it to you either way. But I'm trying to think of like I mean, if we're talking about, like, I'll, I'll let you have that one then. Are we talking about like movie stars or like like video game characters? You know what? Fuck it. Let's just answer whatever one. Uh, Jackie Chan in Legend of the Drunken Master because drunken boxing is my favorite thing to watch. No, no, no. I would say Michelle Yao in uh, Super Cop. Nice. Good pull. If we're gonna go video games, uh, is it Sagat? The one, the like the big, big like Muay Thai, Muay Thai? fighter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I really like Sagat's fighting style or fighting stance. If we're gonna go video game character, ooh, video game character Cervantes from Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur. He's got the double sword. He's always stands up, and he's a pirate, and that's cool. Isn't he like ghost pirate? Even fucking cooler. I don't know. Obviously, you know, Ken and Ryu, they probably have the best fighting stance in the game, given, like, their whole different martial arts backgrounds. Uh, wait, Ken and Ryu are both Shotokan karate. Yeah. But there's there's distinct differences to it. No, literally, they both have the same exact style and stance. No, but I think in Street Fighter Five and onward, their stances have changed. Stances, maybe, but still the same style. But... Uh-huh. Yeah, no, they're basic. I I feel like they're like the video game fighting stance that like every video game fighting stance is built upon. Just because like Ryu is so iconic. Well, because like later on they've made a different they differentiated like Ken is taller than Ryu, so Ken puts more focus on his legs, whereas Ryu is, is he taller. Yeah, man, he really gets the Luigi treatment. And then Ryu has more focus on his punches. But what about my man Dan? No one cares about Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dan. He sucks so bad. I don't know. I do like Akuma's like fighting stance. It's very open hand. It's just like it's. He does look kind of sumo ish, which makes sense because he's a fucking bear. So, just, I don't know. It's kind of all he knows how to do is just put you out the way. Oh, Yoshimitsu. No, I think you're thinking of Honda. No. He's the sumo wrestler because like Akuma's fighting stance, it's like yeah. He, no, he's very like over the top, like still kind of sumo y. I want to say Sui because like it's not really open palm. It's like kind of like a bear claw kind of thing, and it's like over. Yes, because again, he's a bear. Mm. It's a demon. That's what he is. Sure, <laughs> I guess. So yeah, I mean, I don't know who else would be have a great fighting stance. Jago from Killer Instinct. I like I blanked on that for like a second. I can't even think of who that is. So good for you. What you never played Killer Instinct? No, I don't think I have actually. Wow. I know. I know it's one of your favorites, but I never have. So, yeah, I mean, that pretty much answers who has the best fighting stance. 
Oh, I hope we answered your question correctly because I really don't know. Yeah, we kind of spiraled that for a little <laughs> bit. My bad, guys. Uh, next one we have here is from Pablo. He's asking, what will be your greatest accomplishment in life? What will be my greatest accomplishment? I don't know. I know there's a lot of things that could be my greatest accomplishment. I think like my photography for me is my greatest accomplishment. And I think once I start putting more care into this YouTube channel, I feel like that's going to be another great accomplishment because I think people are really going to like what I do. So, yeah, I mean, even your old videos that have been sitting up for a little while, these, if you've looked at them recently, they've got like 15,000 views, man. And that's just you doing a first project. Like you, you're, that is down. That still sounds like to this day. And I was like, damn, I, I was, know. That's why I'm like, dude, you're like, anything you put out is awesome. I love your photography. Your fucking artwork is so amazing. Yeah, I put a lot of time and care into everything. That's the thing. That's yeah. that's me being perfectionist. Like I put a lot of time and effort into everything to make sure. Yeah, I I I think anything you put out could potentially be your best quality thing, except this podcast. Because I'm here holding. You down, buddy. <laughs> oh my God. I will tank you till the day I die. You know what that means? I gotta fire Brian. One day, if you don't hear my voice, I'm just saying, guys. You finally got <laughs> sick of me. My uh, greatest accomplishment? I don't know, man. I don't know. I got a beautiful daughter, and I'm very proud of her, so she's probably the best thing I ever did in life. All right. All right. Not, not a bad. Uh, But, yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up for today's episode. You know, new episode in the studio. You know, got a... He's so scared to put his phone I down am, right now. Big- because it makes noise. I'm just like, ugh. I watched you put that down in slow motion. And it was very funny. So, you know, we kind of comfortable with our new settings over here. Um, pretty good. Yeah. I mean, the layout's the same, but should we mix up the layout? Let's talk to Pops. We're going to talk to Pops. We might mix up the layout. I wanted this bit. layout like this. I don't know. I like I like this layout for me. Because it feels like a late night talk show yes, exactly. layout. Yes. Like you are interviewing me every episode and yeah. you're embarrassed that it's... Uh, Trying to think of who's a notoriously bad late night host. I don't know. It's more like I'm Conan, you're Andy Richter. I'll take it. Thank you, buddy, for including me. That's the vibe I'm going. Or it's either that Which or. It's funny because I am very much Conan. Or even better, I can be Space Ghost, you can be Zorak. Boom. I'm sold. 100%. <laughs> I'm just going to be like annoyed and crotchety the entire time. So that that's pretty much it. Oh, man. But as always, we appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Divergence Podcast. Please follow us over at Divergence64 on Instagram and YouTube and Twitter. You can follow me over at GeekNight90 on also YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I really wish my fucking tag went across all platforms, but it's taken in half of them, and I'm so upset. <laughs> <sighs> Anyways, I am BumlingB underscore on Instagram, and that's about all you need to care about. All right. We once again we appreciate you listening and remember to have yourselves a damn good one. Later losers.